Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the By the Book podcast with Mr. By the Book, Gaston LaRue. And on today's episode of the podcast, we have much to discuss. My weekend of wrestling in Carrier Mills, Illinois, where I wrestled an in, a former NWA World Heavyweight Champion and Mike Rapata, a.k.a. the Colorado Kid. I am also going to be talking about the recent WWE releases, and I am going to be, as the episode is called, Calling Shots. I have a lot of really big matches coming up, some really fun matches that just got announced. And I also want to call shots regarding some of these releases coming up and put out into the universe, out into the zeitgeist, uh, some matches that I want out of these releases that just came out this week. And, you know, it's unfortunate that they got the releases, of course. Uh, it always is when these things happen. But what's the fun in uh, thinking about dream matches if you can't have the fun of thinking about dream matches when this kind of stuff happens, because it's not often that this does happen. And when this does happen, you know, there's always a crop of talent that break out. Perfect examples are the likes of Matt Cardona, um, who, you know, ever, everyone thought was going to be in WWE for life. Uh, and he just got really, and he got released a couple of years ago. And this is kind of the same situation now. There's quite a few who are that way, and we're going to go over that in this chapter of the podcast, and I'm just very excited for a lot of things that are coming up and I, things that I am excited about. i got some promos to play for you guys for some upcoming matches. I'll be promoting my weekend that's coming up. It is a three-day weekend. We are currently 13 matches away from 100 matches this year and 19 matches away from 400 total. I'm ready to hit that 400 match goal by the end of the year. So with that being said, I am going to play this ad real fast for my own merch store. Go list, uh, go to the link that I provide you, go to my social media pages, find the QR code. It is pinned on my Instagram. Go buy some merch, please go buy some Mr. By the Book Gaston LaRue merch and we will be right back. At this time, I would like to just plug my own merch store. Sometimes, as a professional wrestler, you don't have the funds to um, buy your own merch to, to bring to shows. And as much as I love doing that and love being able to interact with the fans, I don't always get to. So I created my own Shopify store. I You can check out my Facebook and Instagram for the QR code, or you can go to e0b2f5.myshopify.com that is e0b2f5.myshopify.com if you go on there and you browse the website you'll find all kinds of things you can find by the book ancient by the book of wrestling notebooks that you can have your own very own ancient book of wrestling you can go you can see sweatsuits with comic designs you can go go get hats you can go get crop tops you can go get whatever you want from the from a guest on the roof store. We even have mugs and dad hats. So go to shopify.com. The specific link is e0b2f5.myshopify.com. That is e0b2f5.myshopify.com. Go to that store, support me, support in independent wrestling and buy my merch. And if you do, it you will be 100% buy the book. Now back to the episode. (music) 
And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, as you noticed, this is not a video podcast this week. I'm going to flip back and forth just depending how I feel. Um, and it's also going to depend on like the time of day that I can record because I, you know, I tested the camera before I started this episode and it just did not look good. So I always want it to look good if I am going to do video. So this week I'm not going to be doing video. Uh, so just enjoy my, my lovely, my lovely voice. <laughs> um, so this week, uh, this weekend, uh, I wrestled in Carrier Mills, Illinois and Illinois, and I didn't really, uh, promote it on social media or anything. There wasn't much promotion for it, but there was a festival in Carrier Mills and I went with, um, a group of wrestlers down there and we wrestled for, uh, Mike Rapata, who is a who you might remember me slightly mentioning his name in the NWA World Champions episode, uh, and he is a former two-time NWA World Heavyweight Champion, and so we went down and worked with him at uh, in Carrier Mills, Illinois. It was a strange part of Illinois I had never been to. It was it felt I felt like I was in Kentucky. And that's because we went through Kentucky, so it was very southern Illinois. I'd never been to that part of Illinois. It was uh, fascinating, to say the least. Um, very interesting individuals down there. But I had the honor and pleasure. Uh, we were down there for two nights, wrestled there two nights. I had the honor and pleasure of stepping into the ring with Mike Rapata on in the main event of the first night in Carrier Mills, Illinois, which was very exciting. Uh one of the best matches I've had in a minute, honestly, it was very old school and you know, we didn't do anything crazy, but it was one of my favorite matches I've had in a minute and I really needed it. And then the next night I wrestled Omega day. Uh, you might know him from the Kentucky Anna area, um, specifically Kentucky wrestles at new South wrestling and, uh, wrestled at Kentucky elite pro wrestling for a long time. He's just a really talented individual and, Man, he almost knocked my jaw off with his clothesline from hell, I tell you. Um, but it was an honor to step into the ring with both those guys. I had stepped in the ring with Omega before, but it had it that was two and a half years ago when I did. And, you know, he beat the crap out of me then, and I still had short hair and barely any facial hair. So uh, I got to prove to him that uh, I, uh, I, I'm the man now. <laughs> I got to prove to him that I've improved quite a lot but he still overcame me. So did Mike Rapata, but um, they were both very good learning experiences, stepping into the ring with two guys that I respect greatly. And, you know, Mike Rapata, like I went down that weekend not expecting to step into the ring with a former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, but here we are. And I did, and I hung with him. Uh, he barely beat me. He beat me with a sunset flip, barely got me, uh, but he's a larger man, so he was able to pin down my shoulders uh, for the three count. And so I'm grateful for that opportunity, uh, getting to be a part of that. And then also, uh, it's been a very interesting week for Mister By the Book. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save the WWE released releases talk for the very end. This isn't gonna be a super long episode. Doesn't need to be for any particular reason. Um, but I just wanted to call my shots, and I'm gonna begin with this weekend. So this weekend, it is myself. Derek Winter and Caden Brooks, two extremely talented young athletes who I've mentioned on this podcast before. Derek last month went 20 minutes with me, and then Caden Brooks has defeated me before, also has lost to me before. He was also in the Crazy 8 tournament this year. 
uh, and did it and had a really good showing as well. And we are teaming up at Supreme Wrestling when I make my Supreme Wrestling return this Friday night. And we take on Custom Made, my former faction, the faction I tried to kill two years ago. Uh, and as we take on Eric Draven, Tanner Saturn, and Charlie Key, as Eric Draven continues to corrupt the youth, he continues to corrupt these extremely talented young guys that I really res- that I once respected. And he, you know, he did it to me, did it to my former tag partner Cameron Saturn. He likes to surround himself with these young guys. And man, you know what, Draven, I'm, I'm telling you right now, we're taking you down this Friday night. And I, and I, I want to end custom made for good. You have, I'm sick of you manipulating people. I'm sick of you, you know, stab, you know, having people for your own gain to push you forward. I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm going to be in your podcast studio pretty soon as well. So we're going to be talking and I'm going to have a chat with you about this, about uh, how you need to back off of these young impressionable minds and let them do their own thing. And that's by the book. And now I'm going to move on to this Saturday night. I will be making my Tennessee all pro wrestling debut in Morrison, Tennessee on a show featuring Enzo Amore. Not sure who my opponent is yet, but it doesn't really matter who my opponent is going to be because I will defeat them in the center of the ring a hundred percent by the book as I always do. And then speaking of calling shots even further, I'm going to call my shot for this Sunday at new South wrestling where I'm in a number one contenders match for the Nice Guy Indie Podcast Championship against Adrian Alexander, the former Nice Guy Indie Podcast Champion. But the fact of the matter is, is I'm already the number one contender because I defeated Party Mike in the center of the ring fair and square about a month or two ago. Okay, so I'm a little peeved that I'm in this match again, even though I'm already the number one contender. But regardless, I'm going to beat Adrian Alexander again. And then when Mattatreya decides to come out of hiding, I'm going to pin Mattatreya in the center of the ring for the Nice Guy Andy Podcast Championship. And as I've said before, after I win that belt, it's no longer going to be the Nice Guy Andy Podcast Championship. That goofball, those goofballs with their cheesy, with their cheesy podcast and their cheesy little skits and their nonsense. I'm going to make, I'm going to make it prestigious. I'm going to put the name of a podcast that matters on it. I'm going to put the name of someone who matters on it, and I'm going to name it after myself, me, myself, and I. I'm going to name it the Buy the Book Podcast Championship, and there's nothing that those doofuses can do about it. And someone's going to have to pry that championship from my cold, dead hands as I will be traveling with it all over the United States of America alongside the Dreamhouse Championship, and I'm going to be walking. I'm going to be gassed on two belts once again, as I always am, because I I belong holding all of the gold that is possible. So, not only do I have that this weekend, not only did I just wrestle an NWA World Heavyweight Champion who barely beat me by the skin of his teeth, by the skin of his teeth, by the hair on his chinny chin chin, but I'm gonna step into the ring as announced. Very recently, it is official that on October 21st at Ascend Pro Wrestling in Norwood, Ohio, I will step into the ring with legendary Larry D. Last week on the podcast, before the promo came out, I talked about 
how important Larry has been to my career, and I made the challenge. I'm going to play the promo where I threw out the challenge to Larry D, and I'm going to, and, and I hope that you listen to it, and it shows you how much this match means to me means to me. I don't just want this match. I don't just need this match. I have to have it. I have to face Larry D before he retires. And I will be facing him mere weeks before his retirement show on November 4th. Mere weeks. And I and it's my last chance to prove to him that the risks that he took on me, the chances that he took on me, the opportunities he gave me were all worth it. And speaking of November 4th, at Larry's retirement show, I step into the ring with none other than Impact Wrestling superstar, Crazy Steve. And that is going to be an, an incredible match as well. So I have a lot to prove coming up. I also, another match that got announced is on October 22nd, the day after I wrestle legendary Larry D. I will be once again wrestling for Supreme Wrestling, but this time in Seymour, Indiana. Uh, at Mason at Race and Mason's Fun Zone, where I will be taking on Logan Myers, who is a really young talent in the Indiana, Illinois uh, area as well. Someone who I've wanted to get in the ring with for a long time, and it's going to be a, an incredible ma- first time ever match. But I'm going to defeat him. I'm going to defeat Larry D, and I'm going to defeat Crazy Steve all 110 percent by the book. So. I'm going to play these recordings of my promos for not only legendary Larry D, but for Crazy Steve as well. And we will be right back after the break. Saturday, November the 4th, at Generation Next Pro Wrestling, it is the last stand of Larry D. And it's going to be a legendary night. But it's not going to be a legendary night for the reasons that you may think. You see, the talk of the town at the end of the night isn't going to be Larry's last match. It is going to be the night that Gaston LaRue made a name for himself. You see, I'm walking in and I expect that gymnasium to be packed to the rafters. And I'm stepping in with the gifted Crazy Steve, Impact Wrestling Superstar. And I have a shot at superstardom. And I'm going to take the utmost advantage. Because when I step into the ring, I'm going to prove that I am a star. I'm going to show why I still belong at the top of Generation Next Pro Wrestling. They may want to screw me out of title matches. They may want to keep me out of the title picture. But when I pin an impact talent in the center of the ring with no questions asked, I don't care how good or talented he is. He's not me. He is not Mr. By the Book. And when he loses, when his shoulders are pinned to that mat, it's going to be 100% by the book. You see, two and a half years ago, Larry D stepped into the ring with a young kid who was less than 100 matches in in Madison, Indiana. And you see, after that match, he decided to take a chance on that young kid. He allowed them to rub shoulders with greats, the likes of Lord Crew and Zodiac and Jake Crist. Even got to face Doc Gallows. Got to be gored by Rhino. 
That kid was me. And you see, now I feel like I have something to prove to Larry D. And that is why I have to have a match with him. I'm watching as this guy I admire is winding down the clock to him hanging up his boots. And I still have something to prove to him. I have to prove to Larry D. that the chance that he took on that kid two and a half years ago was worth it. I have to prove to him that I was then... I am now, and I always will be worth it, but most importantly, I have to prove it to myself. And the only way that I prove it to myself, that I prove it to him, and that I prove it to everyone, is by having a match with him. So I don't just want this. I don't just need this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast, and this is the last segment of the podcast. Like I said, it's going to be a really short episode. This is going to be the, probably the longest segment of the episode. I'm going to run down the list of all the WWE superstars released uh, earlier this week, uh, this past week. Um, re again, really disappointing, but I want to uh, put out some of the people that I want to wrestle out into the zeitgeist, out into the universe, and uh, you know, hopefully someone will make it happen next year. Also, another way that I am calling my shot, I mentioned before, I think I mentioned this before, mentioned this last week, but I am looking to wrestle internationally next year. So anyone listening to this who might have any connections, anyone who uh, can really lead me down the path of wrestling outside of the country, specifically in Japan, Canada, the UK, and Mexico, come my way. Uh, throw throw me some contacts. I would love to know because I really want to make that happen next year. I I always am trying to evolve myself, my ring work, and you know I really want to travel outside of the country and experience some different styles that I've not been exposed to as much yet. I really want to work in front of different audiences that I can expand upon. You know, add really add things to my repertoire, add things to the ancient book of wrestling. And really improve myself as a professional wrestler and really expand my name on a global level. Because, you know, it's it's my dream to wrestle outside of the country, specifically in Japan and specifically in the UK. And I want nothing more than to make that happen. I want nothing more than to, you know, uh, really just knock it out of the park with the opportunities that I get out there. I already have some connections, but I, you know, the more the merrier. So if you can help me out with that, if you're listening to the podcast, you can help me out with that. Uh, send any information my way over DMS on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. Or you can email me even, um, at Gaston LaRue wrestler at gmail.com. So let's go through the, uh, list of 2023, uh, releases we have Mustafa Ali, who first announced um, that he was departing from the company before the other, the rest of the releases really came out. Mustafa Ali is someone who I saw, uh, you know, when I saw he was leaving, I was like, okay, sick. I believe all their 90-day um, no-compete clauses are up as of December 20th. So, come on, guys. <laughs> uh, people need to, you know... Uh, with these guys up, uh, I tweeted, um, I'm, I'm never going to call it X, I, you know, <laughs> or Xing or whatever. Um, I tweeted the day that it came out um, that, you know, and I'm going to get to him later, but that 
we need a Dolph Ziggler uh, wrestling seminar ASAP. Uh, if he wants to stay in wrestling, you know, these are all hypotheticals on if all these people want to stay in wrestling, but uh, I need a Dolph Ziggler wrestling seminar immediately. Uh, and then Mustafa Ali was another person who I, I thought that about as well when I saw his release. And I also thought, man, I really need a match with Mustafa Ali. Uh, so in- incredible, so talented. I-, I would love nothing more than to have a match with, with Mustafa Ali. Um, limitless potential that I think wasn't completely utilized by WWE by any means. And, you know, I think that's a trend with this list uh, for sure. And then we have Rick Boogs, such a great personality. I think he'll thrive, you know, on the indies, honestly. Um, he can do good in impact wrestling. He's got a great gimmick. He's got a great look. We have Aaliyah who comes through here. I, and, and I'm going to skim over some of these. And just because I skim over some of these doesn't mean like I think any less of this wrestler than others, but some of these I just specifically want to get in a ring with. Just, you know, like I said, with wanting to travel internationally next year and wrestle internationally next year, just to improve myself. Because I've mentioned on the podcast before, I really want higher caliber athletes to wrestle with, to learn from, um, and to just be in a ring with to prove myself. And that's why I'm so excited about this crazy Steve match on November 4th, and specifically this match with Larry D on October 21st. So back on the list, we've got Elias. Dude, (laughs) the most entertaining guy you could possibly, like one of the most entertaining wrestlers ever. Um, He's so good. I'm really disappointed that you know they didn't do more with Elias honestly I think there was so much potential there for Elias I think um you know he's a great gimmick great character he can do so much on the indies and I also uh, as a man of God am really happy to see that uh he has found a relationship with God which is which I find really cool um just because, you know, I, I was raised that way. Um, but I follow his social media quite a bit and he, uh, recently got baptized. So I think that's, that's awesome. Next on the list is Riddick Moss. Um, so he hasn't done much since his madcap run. And uh, I think they just kind of made him bland. They tried stuff with him, Didn't really go very far, but I think he's someone who will thrive on the Indies and will absolutely tear it up. Uh, such a, he's an incredible athlete, athlete. Like I would really enjoy to wrestle. Like if I got to wrestle him on the Indies, I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, next one on the list is top dollar. I kind of made a meme, a meme tweet, uh, about, about his release. I said, man, this top dollar indie run going to about to go crazy. Uh, it was kind of a joke, kind of a meme, but you know, if it, if it really works out for him, like that'd be crazy that, you know, that'd be awesome. Um, next on the list is Shelton Benjamin, another guy. I want to, I want a wrestling seminar from him at, as quickly as possible, please. Uh, I would I feel like Shelton Benjamin has so much to offer and so much to give. And, uh, you know, him on the Indies would be really cool. A lot of young guys in the business, including myself could learn so much from him, both in, in the ring and then also just, you know, training. Um, so that would be incredible. I, I could also see him. Uh, do a performance center coach, uh, become a performance center coach. I could see him be a producer, AW or WE, you know, I, either of which would be awesome for him. Got Emma on the list. 
she unfortunately was released again. This is the second time in her career that she's been released. Um, she thr- she thrived after her first release on the indies and in Impact Wrestling, and I think she'll do it again, no doubt about it. Next on the list is Dolph Ziggler. Man, this is this is the most heartbreaking one to me. Um, Ziggler, Ziggler was the first heel I ever liked on television. So, so growing up as a kid, you always liked the baby faces, of course, but um, he was the first heel that I actually liked when he uh, won Money in the Bank and all that. And he is just so incredible. One of the best athletes WWE has ever had. I wish that they had done more with him, gave him like, a, you know, a really good and proper world title run. He was the world champion, but, you know, it was, it wasn't very long. They didn't do very much with it. And I wish they had done so much more because, man, he was with them for, for almost 20 years. I think that I thought that he was going to be with WWE for life. Um, if he chooses to go to the Indies and, or go other places, I think, he could have such a career rejuvenation the same way Matt Cardona did and their friends in, in real life. So I think that would be awesome. I really hope that he decides to keep wrestling and he is really, he is high up there on my list of dream matches. My dream matches, number one, Chris Jericho, number two, Brian Danielson, Dolph Ziggler might be number three, honestly, like that, you know, if, if that could happen, that would be insane. Um, Uh, He is incredible. Another guy that I think has such a great mind for the business that could teach so much in a training seminar, or I would learn so much from in the ring. Uh, Ziggler is, man, he's the biggest, the biggest loss here for sure. Um, But what is WWE's loss could hopefully be someone else's gain. And hopefully it, you know, the independence gain for a little bit, even if he signs with uh, impact or, aw or whatever like i hopefully you know he'll still be able to do indies and want to do indies and i think that would be awesome um we have daba kato on the list uh from nxt also dana brooke on the list um mase and mansoor on are on the list uh both the the maximum male models i think what they were doing was super entertaining it's really disappointing they didn't go further with them honestly um we have some who I, I'm not super familiar with, didn't watch much of their work or anything, or just weren't around very long. Like Quincy Elliott was in NXT. I I can't you know tell you anything about Quincy Elliott. Really, not even about Shanky either, because I haven't watched I haven't watched weekly WWE programming on a regular basis since WrestleMania 37. So if that'll tell you anything, there's uh, Ulyssa Leon. Um, I I can't tell you anything about her. Um, or Kevin Ventura Cortez. I think a lot of these people were in the performance center. Um, Ike Manjiro is a really underrated one who I think would be really fun back on the Indies, but if he wants to go back to Japan, he'd kill it there too. He was very underutilized in NXT and just made more or less a complete joke, which was kind of disappointing because um, he was really good over in Japan. Um we got some more NXT talents that I'm not familiar with. Brooklyn Barlow, uh, Bryson Montana. I think they, they didn't, you know, have a lot of time in NXT. And here's the next biggest one. Uh, Matt Riddle. Um, 
I'm not going to get into his controversies that uh, is that are the suspected reasons why he got released because um, he was in the middle of storylines on TV and stuff. So I think with the controversies that he had been involved in, that was more or less the reason for his release. But um, I do hope that he can come back from that. I hope that he can recover from that. And I hope that, you know, if he finds himself on the indies again, he kills it like he once did before. His original indie run was outstanding. It was absolutely incredible. He was one of the hottest talents on the independence wrestling scene. And I would love to grapple with Matt Riddle. Um, I'd probably get my butt handed to me, not going to lie. But if I use the ancient book of wrestling, I'll be fine, right? I'll I'll be okay. Um, So, yeah. So the biggest ones are Mustafa Ali, Shelton Benjamin, Dolph Ziggler, Matt Riddle. I would love to step into the ring with all four of those guys. Ziggler being my number one for sure. Um, yeah, so I'm shooting my shot. Shooting my shot. Uh, I uh, I'm, I want to do that. I want to I want to wrestle Dolph Ziggler next year uh, if, if he comes to the Indies. If not, you know, that's fine. Um, also, something really fun that is in that I am trying to work on. I can't give too many details at the moment. I don't know if it's going to come to fruition, but I'm planning to run my own show next year, just a one-off show, a spot show. Um, but I'm hoping I can do it somewhere near my hometown next year. That'd be really exciting. And, you know, I have, I have a lot of aspirations from net for next year. If you can't tell, I want to wrestle big stars. I'm, I'm, I'm topping off the year wrestling some really cool big stars with Larry D and crazy Steve. I have all these lot. I have these goals of hitting 400 matches by the end of the year. If I hit 400 matches by the end of the year, that means I'll have hit around 110 matches total. I think it's 106 actually. If I fill all my dates that I have left for the rest of the year, I will hit 130 matches total on the year, which would be the most amount of matches I've ever wrestled in a calendar year, which would be insane. I hope I can hit that. Honestly, I would love to hit that. Um, so we've got we've got that. We got Crazy Steve and Larry D coming up at the end of the year. I'm going international next year. Absolutely, uh, make gonna make sure it happens. Uh, I, I want to run my own wrestling show next year. I got to wrestle an NWA World Heavyweight Champ, former NWA World Heavyweight Champion this past weekend. You know, I've got. I want to wrestle all these all, all these guys that are about to hit the Indies, about to hit outside of WWE. Um, I'm very excited for the future of pro wrestling. I love pro wrestling. If you can't tell uh, by the way I talk about it every single week on this podcast, if you are not listening, to, if you are listening to this podcast. Share the podcast for me. Um, you know, let's expand it. Let's get more viewers. Let's get more listeners on this podcast because I want people to see my love and passion for pro wrestling and hear it the same way that you guys do every single week. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed my promos. I hope you enjoyed everything I talked about. I hope you enjoyed this shorter episode. The past couple have been kind of lengthy. Um, so I uh, definitely want to do a slightly shorter one day for you guys. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for those of you who abs- who support the podcast. Um, give me a five-star review right here on Spotify. Share the podcast. Support the podcast. Go buy some merch. And remember to continue doing things 100% by the book. <laughs>